Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the 50th episode of Church Boy Confessions. I'm your host, Emmanuel Hecke, and thank you so much for tuning in once again this morning or this night or this this day, whatever time of the day that you guys are listening to this. I really appreciate it nonetheless. Um, it's a very special time for my life and a lot of people's lives. At this point, I'm pretty sure every per- every person that is a part of the class of 2020 has graduated. So kudos to everybody who's done that. Um, I just graduated this past Friday and technically Sunday too. I don't know if they canceled that one, whatever. Um, I graduated this past Friday. I am no longer a student at UCLA. I graduated UCLA with poli sci degree. Um, and I thank God. I truly thank God. It's it's um, such a huge transition for me and a lot of us. And for a second, I just want you to take some time to understand how far that you've come. And thank God for how far that you've come, because there are people who didn't make it out of those four years. Um, there are people who, you know, what I'm saying like just whatever happened, they just didn't make it out. But you did. Um you know, I was even like, I know some people are really upset about, you know, not having a, gra- a commencement. A lot of people upset about like this being the end and how could I be happy and celebrate a time like this. But the way I see it is that the fact that you are still standing and that you made it out of those past four years shows how strong you were. Strong have you've been, strong you are right now. That it couldn't kill you. It couldn't stop you. It couldn't make you quit. And you made it past those four years. That's what you had to celebrate. I know it's really messed up for those that go to UCLA that talk, you know, when they tweeted that the day doesn't define the journey when they announced that they're canceling our graduation. It's the most stupidest thing you can come up with. Um, but as much as I hate to say it, um, you know, although we're not going to get our we didn't get our commencement, you know, when we wanted it and everything like that. Don't let that take away from the fact that you did that. You did that. Um, in this episode, I wanted to talk specifically to a portion of class of 2020. Um, but I mean, this is kind of, I guess anybody from class of 2020 can draw something from this lesson, like any other episode, but I wanted to specifically speak to class of 2020. That's a lot like me right now and the situations that I'm in, because a lot, like a lot of you, um, I don't have a job offer. I don't know exactly what's going to happen tomorrow. I don't know exactly what's going to happen next. I didn't land any job offer. Who's hiring anyways? You know what I'm saying? So it's like for us, for this group of people who aren't doing a master's program or aren't whatever it might be, you don't know what's going to happen next. It's kind of scary that you're jumping into this ocean without a life jacket. In this case, I would think a life jacket is already being accepted into a master's program or already having a job. But even if you do have a job, if you are in a master's program, you're still getting thrown into an ocean Maybe it seems more, you know, comforting because you know what's going to happen next. But still, you're going from a super familiar comfort zone that was academia, that was college, undergraduate college, to the ocean of adulthood. And that can be really scary. It's a very big transition. Um, I'll be honest with you, just a disclaimer, this episode is not going to be long because I don't have a lot to say. Um, I just really want you guys to get it. It's hard. And it's a very scary time. It's, it's an amazing time and we're all happy and it's love. 
But I know in a lot of the back of our heads, it's a little scary. And I know it's been very frustrating to me. I think personally, it's added to like me having a kind of short fuse, short temper lately, just with the frustration of not exactly knowing what's going to happen next. And if it's one thing that I hate, I truly do hate in this life is ambiguity and uncertainty because it makes me so uncomfortable. We're going from a place of college, undergraduate college. You know, college is really hard and it has its times where it's so tough but you know when you've done something for four years that thing becomes very comfortable even though you may not you may have terrible memories that are in college it's still your comfort zone which is so weird and I can't help but you know draw an analogy of this situation to the children of Israel where we're talking about them escaping from Egypt there are slaves in Egypt for about 400 years And finally, you all know the story a little bit when Moses says to Pharaoh, let my people go. And God does a host of miracles um, to basically try and get the Egyptians to let them go. But they're stubborn. Um, Then finally, you know, they they make it to the Red Sea. They've escaped Egypt. Pharaoh let them go. Then he changes his mind. So Pharaoh and the armies chasing after children of Israel um, and the children of Israel are running away, you know, to to the land, uh, to the promised land. Um, and then, you know, they get met with uh, the sea, the Red Sea. And, you know, the whole the whole story where Moses parts the sea and all that different stuff. But before we get to that whole part in the sea thing, that's not the banger. That's not the you know climax of this episode. Um, I just want to look at the scenario. You know, you have people who were slaves in Egypt for 400 years. That's a really big transition from going to Egypt to the promised land. The promised land being a place that they've only heard of through Moses. The promised land, a place that they've never seen with their own eyes. They've never walked to see what the fruit's like, what the land's like, what the soil's like, what the weather's like. They just hear of this promised land, the unknown, a future that's unknown. Although they were slaves in Egypt, they were comfortable in Egypt because they know they knew what could happen next. But then they're just catapulted into this time of ambiguity. I'm going to read this passage. And this passage starts with the children of Israel complaining to Moses because they felt like they were going to die. Because in, ahead of them, they saw the Red Sea. And I'm pretty sure a lot of them couldn't swim. <laughs> And 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 behind them, they saw the hosts of the Egyptians, the army of the Egyptians coming to kill them, coming to capture them. Next is this chapter 14, starting at verse 11 to 13. Then I'm going to jump from 21 to 22. And they said unto Moses, because there were no graves in Egypt, hast thou taken us away to die in the wilderness? Wherefore, hast thou dealt thus with us to carry us forth out of Egypt? Is not this the word that we did tell thee in Egypt, saying, Let us alone, that we may serve the Egyptians? For it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. That's the children of Israel complaining to Moses that it would have been better for us to stay in slavery, to stay in Egypt, and to be catapulted into this uncomfortable process of transitioning to the promised land. 
Because quite frankly, it doesn't look like there is a promised land. It doesn't look like the future is sure. It doesn't look like there's any certainty there. But we're being catapulted there. And at this moment right now, it looks like we're going to die. So it would have been better for us to just stay. Just like for you, maybe you're wishing that it would have been better for me to just have taken one more year. Because I don't have anything figured out about my future and I'm really scared that I'm going to fail. I'm really scared that I'm going to die. It's better that God would have just left me alone to stay where I was at. To stay in my comfort zone. Although there's many days where it was very uncomfortable. And although there are maybe even days where I was counting the days that, man, God's going to deliver me out of this. I'm going to graduate. But now that graduation's here and the future is uncertain. You're just saying, God, it would have been better for me to just stay there in the first place. Moses' response. And Moses said unto the people, verse 13. Fear ye not, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show you today show to you today for the egyptians whom ye have seen today ye shall see them again no more forever jump into verse 21 and moses stretched out his hand over the sea and the lord caused the sea to go back by the by a strong east wind all the night and made the sea dry land and the waters were divided and the children of israel went into the midst of the sea upon the dry ground and the waters were a wall unto them on their right hand and on their left. May God bless your hearing and reading and understanding of his word. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God split the sea. God made the impossible happen. To welcome the children of Israel out of slavery, out of bondage, and into the big blue sea. Or red sea in this case. That was a joke. <clears throat> The Egypt, Egypt to wilderness to the promised land. From comfort to the unknown. That's where all at. We're all there right now. Even if you do have a job, and even if you do have your master's program, you don't know what that master's program is going to be like. You don't even know if you should be doing it right now. Or, you know, you got that job, but you don't know if you're going to like it. Quite frankly, maybe you visited there and you realize that that work environment doesn't look the smoothest, but you need the money. A whole lot of ambiguity going on, a whole lot of uncertainty, a whole lot of uncomfortableness in this transition. The joy is there. The celebrating, all that is there. You know what I'm saying? You're with your loved ones and you're happy to be done because you don't have to do no no finals and midterms. But for a second, man, you could just think back to those finals and midterms and think, at least I knew what was going to happen next. Just like the children of Israel who chose slavery over being uncomfortable with not knowing what was going to happen next. You're not the only one. You're not the only one. And I think that the only advice that I can give you is to trust God and to be open. I want to point out something, and that's Moses' utmost confidence in this time. 
because no you know he's hearing the responses he's, he's hearing the complaints you should have just left us in egypt you should have just not brought us out here we're scared of transitioning from our comfort zone to a time of just wilderness and just uncertainty and moses response was don't don't get scared because god is about to give us salvation right now and you're going to see it today and this the egyptians that you see today you will never see them again god's about to do a miracle he's going to do something and i want you to see something because god hadn't told him that he was going to cast out god didn't tell him to cast the rod yet he said that in verse 16 he didn't see the 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 sea split and even if god's you know told him before you know that i'm gonna split the sea he never seen a split sea before but for some reason he had the utmost confidence that god was gonna deliver them out of that situation he had the expectation. God told him how, not in verse 13. In verse 13, we see a confident Moses, but it wasn't until verse 16 that God told him how he was going to deliver them, how he was going to give them salvation. When he told him, cast your rod into the sea and it's going to split and this is what's going to happen. But Moses just had confidence that, you know what? I didn't come this far. God didn't bring me this far to just leave me here. To leave us here. We're getting out of here. It's going to work out for us. You know, because you can you can be in your bed right now, scared out your mind because you don't know exactly what's going to happen next. And maybe your friends got things going on and you don't got things going on. And it's just really scary right now. It's really scary. You know what I'm saying? You're scared of failing. You're scared of drowning because you've. Jumped into the ocean of adulthood without a life jacket, without any certainty. But we need to be like Moses and show that confidence like he did. Because if God could split the sea for the children of Israel, when they're in between the sea of uncertainty and Egypt, their comfort zone. God can split the sea. God can make that uncertainty certain. He can make that future clear. He can make that future fruitful. But you got to trust him. God knows what you need. God wants you to win. God wants you to be fulfilled. He wants that for you. You have a purpose. He didn't create you. To just be on this earth and do nothing and fail and feel like a failure and just die that way. For some of us, the journey could be much longer to get to the point that we want to get to and fulfilling our purpose. For some of us, we're in that, you know what I'm saying? Like we we found our dream job, whatever it might be. We do recognize, man, this entire process, how you're going to get through this entire process is between you and God, man. It's a big transition for us right now. It's scary right now, but don't trick yourself. Don't fool yourself in thinking that going back to slavery would have changed anything. That going back to your comfort zone would have changed anything, would have made your life better. It's about time that we take that risk and we're standing on the edge. We can't go back to undergrad. It's gone. It's over. It's gone forever. But our life continues. So we're going to jump into that ocean of uncertainty, that sea of uncertainty. We're going to leave behind our comfort zone and we're going to trust God that he's going to split the sea the same way he did for the children of Israel.
That's what we're going to do. Expect something from God. I mean, I see it all the time that people are saying 2020 is terrible, 2020 is terrible, 2020 is terrible. But the people who are going to win in this year are the people who still have hope for this year. The people who are still expecting in this year. I got a homie that's getting married. And whether you like it or not, for some people, 2020 is going to be a disaster, but for him, it's going to be a blessing. We're not halfway yet. Who's to say that by the time we all get to 2021, Lord willing, that we look back at 2020 and it's not going to be, oh my gosh, I never want to talk about it again. It was the worst year of my life. It's going to be smiles, not tears, because what God did on the second half of 2020 was the most amazing thing that it even flushed out the first half. Can he do it? It may not come, whatever is coming your way, it may not come in the way that you see it. You're not going to tell me that the children of Israel knew that the devil, I mean, I said the devil, God forbid, that you're not going to tell me that the children of Israel knew that God was going to save them by splitting the sea. Like, what What does that mean? Like, what is that? <laughs> And you may not know how you're going to get out of this rut. And it's okay that you don't know. And thank God that wisdom doesn't stop at you. Wisdom does not stop at you. So it's okay for you to have no idea. Because you serve the God that has all the ideas. Be open. Trust him. Sacrifice your life to him. Because when you sacrifice your life to him through Jesus Christ. Understand that your life becomes no longer yours. Therefore, the person that is accountable is God. When you sacrifice your life for him and you say, God, I'm going to live for you. I'm going to do what you want me to do. I'm going to be obedient. This is your life now. This do as this do with this life that you want to do. He's now the most accountable. Of course, I mean, I'm not saying we don't make our decisions and we don't live with our decisions, but it comes to a point where, you know, if we're walking in the will of God and in the spirit God is going to the ball is in God's court and God is not a God that fails he's not a God that leaves us nor forsakes us you are going to be okay if there's one thing that you can get out of this entire podcast before I go I want you to understand this and I want you to live life knowing this not believing it knowing this Knowing this is going to allow you to take the necessary risks. Knowing this is going to allow you to have the necessary confidence. Knowing this is going to allow you to trust in God at the utmost ability. Everything is going to be okay. Everything is going to be okay. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much, God, for the opportunity that you've given me and the listener and the watcher to just be here together and listen to your word. Father, for a lot of us, we are transitioning out of our comfort zone, Father God, into the Red Sea. And we just pray, Lord Jesus, that you don't leave us nor forsake us at this time, God. We know that you won't because you said that you wouldn't. Father, split the sea again for us. That uncertainty, the ambiguity, the fear, oh God, split the sea again. And we're going to walk on dry land towards the promised land, God. 
for a lot of us we don't know what's going to happen next exactly lord jesus but help us to trust in you because as long as we are walking in the spirit father and we have that relationship with you god we're going to get exactly where we need to be we're going to get there it's impossible for us to just lose when we have the winning god on our side it's impossible Help us, God. We love you. Forgive us of the ways we've sinned against you and our trespasses. And we thank you for your grace, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Ladies and gentlemen, class of 2020, clap it up for yourself. Um, you're going on to a new frontier. You don't know what's going to happen next, which leaves a lot of room for fear. But at the same time, it leaves a lot of room for hope for the best. So you choose what you're going to do, what's going to go on in this mind. You choose what you're going to accept. You choose what you're going to expect. Love you guys. 